Like, so for example, it's like, oh yeah, I want to build strength. I'm going to do a two minute plank. And it's like, your body's like, yeah, flat on the floor with no arms and legs engaged. Like that's <laughs> kind of plank I can manage right now. Welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. I'm just like, it's it's so nice. Do you want to share with the listeners what it what what we were just talking about before we started recording? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've been listening from the beginning or, you know, if you've listened to the earlier podcasts, there was, um, we tried to make them perfect. And I think we, we tried to make them perfect yep. until about the perfection episode. And we're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, we've been going about this all wrong. And um, we had a listener that um, actually was speaking to us, and they're like, you know what I love? It's like I'm just sitting on the couch with you two. Like, you're having normal conversation. Like, I feel like this is what, like, being in your presence is like. Like, And I'm like, actually, yeah, the, podca- exactly what it's the like. podcast came about because we'd have these conversations on the couch, and we're like, oh, this could probably be helpful. This might be helpful to somebody else. But yeah, I remember like, that, that, that time where we were like, oh, we need to make sure we do this and we need to make sure we have everything. Like at one point, it was almost entirely scripted, like who was saying Mm -hmm. what and everything. And I remember we were trying to like keep track and... We'd edit out every time I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Can you imagine how much editing Claire had to do during those periods? There was a lot of editing. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded bro. I sounded like a Dalek then. (laughs) There's a bit too much vocal fry going on in that moment. like the voice of doom (laughs) i think that's how it felt i was like oh shit i got another edit to do (laughs) (laughs) but it also took away a lot of the realness of who we are like we're goofy we what we we goofy newsflash i didn't know that (laughs) yeah this stuff i mean like or we'd go off on a team part of me's like Come on, be Pluto instead. <laughs> I definitely think that you're more of like a, I feel like you're kind of like, I feel like more of a Daisy person. Oh, possibly. I don't mind being Goofy. Goofy was my Nana's favorite character. So like, <laughs> I'll take that. Mine was Chippendales. My Nana's favorite was Chippendales. Oh, really? Yeah. So every time I see a chipmunk chip now, I kind of think I'm like, oh, that's cute. Um, you were on a thread and I jumped in with the goofy Pluto thing. <laughs> this, exactly. <Yes. laughs> right here, this. What you were experiencing right now, almost a year ago. Wow, yeah. Wouldn't right? have happened. It wouldn't have happened. We would have edited it out. And you'd be like, all right, these these ladies know what they're talking about. Or maybe you don't think they know what we're talking about. I mean. Or not. <laughs> but you weren't getting the wholeness of us. No, and so it's really nice not. to have somebody come to us and be like, oh, this is what I feel like. It's like, yes, yes, that's what we wanted. That's what we wanted. Like from the beginning, that was, it was funny, isn't it? Because that's what we wanted. But we were also trying to make it perfect for everybody, which is not like if you sit on the couch with us, you will know. <laughs> 
it ain't perfect. No, it's like, you're, ding, 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 you're gonna ding, get a couple of swear <laughs> words every now and again. You're gonna get some random tangent about nothing in particular. That's just us. Did you look at me like? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, not that you're something random. <laughs> not that I'm random, but usually, I mean, I tend to. <laughs> I mean, I think we both we both do our fair share of random tangents. It's like, oh, wait, what? Oh, hold on. Oh yeah, okay. Cool. Oh, um, we're filming a podcast. All right, back to that. <laughs> and back in the room. Like, yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's. It was so nice to get that feedback. Um, and um, and yeah, this is a great opportunity to say to you, our listeners, like, let us know what you think. Like, let us know. Like, please, please write a written review because it's going to help us um, very much. So, in terms of like other people being able to find us, um, but actually, let us know. Like, what do you like? What do you not like? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you're like? Oh, more of this, please, and oh, a little less of that, please. If it's less of Larry, I'm going to be honest, it may not happen. But I'm going to be, but we like to know the feedback. I would, I would try. Yes. Like that's, that's the, the reality. Yes. That's the reality. I would try. I've actually gotten feedback that people like the Larry conversation. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. In that same conversation. They, oh. Oh, your cat Larry. And I'm like, oh, you know him. And they're like, <laughs> well, how can I not? I listen to the podcast. I'm like. Oh. oh, and they're like, no, 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 it's a good thing. It's I a good cat. Well, that's, but if you if you want to hear less of that, tell us. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, it's like just that we wanted to we wanted to be real mm-hmm. and um, show and also get you to know a little bit more about us because if we just sit here and like talk about need stuff, which we can do, mm-hmm. and um, we have done in the past, um, ad infinitum. Um, but the thing about it is, is that is that I think that sometimes when you're I know from my own personal experience like people think you've got all the answers or you must have it all together you must be like done and I'm like (laughs) no um like work in progress Mm -hmm. right here another one right there like and by getting to know us a little bit more that maybe you'll see that we're just human Mm -hmm. we're just the same as everybody else we have a few things figured out that maybe other people don't there's a bunch of stuff we don't have figured out Mm -hmm. that other people do and we listen to them about that as well it's like and That's, there are a few things we have figured out that sometimes we revert back to where we were, not where we want to be. And mm, it's, yeah. you know, and that's part of it. Like, Absolutely. And it's like, oh, uh, uh, and then there are some, some sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, we had this thing figured out. Yeah, apparently that wasn't it. Like, here's the here's the new version because we're, we're going back and revising it and working on it and shifting and changing. And like, we're, we're a work in progress, mm-hmm. too, like. It, it's it's really weird when somebody's like, oh, well, if you teach this, then you should know better. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I teach this and I learn. And, and, um, <laughs> a human. Hello, human. All of us. All human. All human. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so interesting. And I think that that's one of the good things is that there are lots of people in this space who kind of teach these sorts of things who are like, I have it all figured out. I have all the answers. And having worked with a number of those as clients, not as mentors, as clients or people who have ended up like <laughs> like spilling their guts to me in the back of a seminar room or something. Like they don't have it all together. They just think that they have to give the illusion of having it mm-hmm. all together in order for people to listen to them and trust them. And that's not reality. What they present to you is all together. And yeah. then they come off the stage or out of the seminar the mask and the presentation comes off and and then it's like like oh wait you're human too yeah because they haven't figured out how to meet all their needs yet and even those like and as serena said like the the cool thing about this is that we're still learning we're still growing i'm like we find new things all the time like wait 
Well, it works for that too. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. That was never my my intention wasn't to create a program that helped with that, but apparently mm-hmm. it does. That's kind of cool. So I remember with the um, the the brain chemistry thing. Like when I first I um I took a um a client through the program um, who is um she was a biochemist but also she was a transformational coach as well and she worked with um corporates and what have you um as we were going through it she said to me this is many many years ago she said to me um she said you need to add the brain chemistry stuff in here and I was like what brain chemistry stuff and she's like the brain chemistry stuff I was like what brain chemistry stuff and she went you know this will shift brain chemistry right and I'm like uh no (laughs) tell me more and now there's a section of the program which includes information about the brain chemistry and how it shifts that so it's um it's funny how we're 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 always learning new things and kind of cool applications of this work that we didn't even know were things Mm -hmm. so anyway what are we talking about back from our regular tangent (laughs) today we are talking about something that i if there is one thing I wish that people really understood about needs. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'd be like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's this. This is definitely one of like the top five things because I cannot tell you how many times I have to tell clients this, having already told them. I can't tell you how many times this comes up in questions. I can't tell you how many times this comes up when I'm doing workshops or group programs. How many times this has come up where you've had to remind me or that you've I've had, had to, to remind, remind you. Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this is probably one of the most critical things to understand because without this, we end up compromising our needs that then take a huge amount of time to recover from. So the thing we are talking about today is based on a quote. And that quote is a quote that I came up with a little while back and now has been pulled out on numerous occasions and that is whatever you have the capacity for in any given moment is what you need most in that moment. I'm going to say that again. Whatever you have the capacity for in any given moment is what you need most in that moment. So a lot of the time people hear about needs, they hear about the needs program or they listen to the podcast and it's like, oh, I want, like, and they they pull out, oh, there's this need and there's this need and I want to be doing stuff to meet this need, this need, this need, this need. And it's like, you want to be doing stuff to meet your needs, which is absolutely valid. Mm -hmm. We... We're big on, we're big on meeting needs. Like we (laughs) think that's, (laughs) that's something that's good to have as a high priority. The thing about it is, is that, if the, what that thing that you want to do to meet your needs is not alignment in with your capacity, it will not meet your needs, it will cost them. And what it will do is will put you further away from having your needs met. So there's an obvious example that I kind of pull out um, when we're talking about this. And that is if you are going through an experience where you're wanting to make your body stronger and you decide that you want to go to the gym in order to make your body stronger. If you are injured or if you're just plain exhausted, going to the gym is likely to cause more injury. It's likely to exhaust you even more. You're probably not going to do the things that you really want to do at the gym because you're not going to have the capacity to do so. And what it will mean is that you will leave the gym with even less resources to do the gym. 
So I might, so say I've got, um, a great example was um, last year when I first, not long after I first arrived, I did some injury to my ankle. Um, I'm not sure actually whether it was eventually ended up being my ankle or my foot at my angle, <laughs> my ankle or my foot, but I did some damage. Um, I had the most impressive bruise I think I've ever seen. I've never seen a bruise literally drip. Like it was on my ankle area and it ended up like appearing in the bottom, uh, like uh, on the sole of my foot, like it had dri- dropped, like dripped through the inside of my foot. And I had this little spot of a bruise at the bottom of my foot. I'm like, what the hell is that? What have I done to myself? Now, I'm somebody who I love to dance. If I had, and as I was going through that healing journey, there was a point where it's like, it's not as bad as it was. I mean, at its worst, I couldn't put any weight on it. I mean, literally, (laughs) Serena is currently sat on an office chair with wheels on the bottom of it. Serena had to wheel me into the bathroom on the office chair because I literally couldn't walk there myself. I couldn't even hop there. It was too far to get from the couch. So when I say I did myself an injury, like I couldn't do anything. Now there was a point at which I was able to put weight on my foot, but it was still injured. It still wasn't fully healed. At that point, I could have gone dancing. But if I'd gone dancing, I probably would have caused further damage and it would have taken even longer for me to have got back on the dance floor. So yes, dancing meets my needs, but actually dancing would have compromised my dancing for even longer than if I just skipped that week and ended up going the next week, which is what I ended up doing. I mean, it was, I, I know this well enough to know I have to be mindful of my body's healing process. And what it will do is it will end up getting you to the point where you're you'll be either it'll take you even longer to get to the point where you can do an effective dance class or dance night or workout or whatever it is and that ends up putting you further back not only is the need not met and compromised in the moment it puts you further back from them being able to do the things that you want to do in order to meet your needs so this is something that i can't tell you how often this comes up um i mean we see it so often with our clients. And the thing about it is, is that if we stop, was that a stop for effect? (laughs) Good job. If we stop, (laughs) that's it, carry on. Um, The thing about it is, is that so often what we have capacity for is not in alignment with what we want to be doing. And we muddle up what we want to be doing and what we need to do. And that's where the confusion comes. So for example, what we've got the capacity for is nothing. What we've got the capacity for is basically rest. But we don't allow ourselves to rest. We might push ourselves to work. And if we push ourselves to work when we don't really have the capacity for it, we're not going to do anything productive, really, from a work standpoint. We're going to drain ourselves even more. So we're going to need even more rest to even get back to the point where we're at right now. And certainly more to get to the point where we're going to be productive and effective in work. This is something that we see with us all the time. Like There have been times where I'm like, I'll say to Serena, if I've got the capacity, I'll do some work. And she kind of says, or you could just rest. And that all you can just rest is just because you could do it doesn't necessarily mean it is in alignment with the capacity that you have in that moment in time. Because you might have a little bit of capacity, 
But if you then do the thing that drains you and gets you back down to zero again, that's probably not the best strategy. What you want to do is get to the point where you build enough capacity that by doing something, you're not going to bottom out again. You're not going to completely drain yourself of absolutely everything that you have in the, in the tank and everything in the system. It's almost like a yo-yo capacity when you do it that yeah. way. It's like I get to get to you here, if you can see on the camera, and then you're down just a little bit. And it's like you're only moving your yo-yo an inch because you're not letting yourself, giving yourself what you actually need. So you can never get your yo-yo back up. It just, you know, have you ever played with a yo-yo and it no. just... you dangles it dangles and you're like well, what the and you're trying to bounce it to see if you can get it to come up again and it's like nope and usually you'll have like take like smacking yourself in the head with it you've knocked over glass i mean like <laughs> it, 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 it's a silly example <laughs> but it's kind of like what it does to your needs when you're doing that it's like your other needs are getting impacted when you're not honoring where you're at because let's say you go to work when you're sick or when you need rest right and then you go to work and that depletes you even more. So you might become a little bit more um, emotionally sensitive. Mm-hmm. So then that makes the emotional experience and expression need. Like you might be feeling that and you're like, well, no, 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 I got to work. Like I can't even honor where I'm at here. I'm feeling all these things, but nope, I'm going to I'm gonna work. And then your value you need, oh, I, well, I didn't do that as well as I wanted mm-hmm. to because, you know, work for me means... C, and I can only get to A because I needed rest. Well, and it's like, the funny thing is, is like it's sometimes the indicators of the fact that you are low capacity aren't always obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, Like sometimes people are like, well, like, oh, well, I'm I'm still up and moving around. Therefore, I've got capacity to do things. I'm obviously not exhausted if I'm walking. Right. I mean, I remember a a situation where I was, um, I was on a, I was doing a house sit on the Isle of Wight many, many years ago. And there was this one day where I was irritated by everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. The sky is too blue. Right. I mean, everything was irritating me. The person I was with was irritating me. And actually, uh, as a sort of rare exception, they were actually handling me very well at the time. But I was getting irritated. I was irritated by them. And then I was irritated about the fact that they were handling me well. Like that was irritating me as well. And I'm like, I was irritated by work and I was irritated by whatever else was going on in my life right now. The funny thing was... I was irritated with myself for being irritated with everything. Like everything was irritating me. And that was the point. It was like, okay, something's up. What is up right now? And it's, I had a lot of work to do. I had a lot that was going on at that time. And I was trying to push myself to get the work done. And I remember having that moment being like, you know what? I am exhausted. And the irritation was actually being triggered by my ignoring my exhaustion. My unmet needs were like, me, 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 me. Like, I'm, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to make you listen to me. Like, like this is, and it ends up impacting other needs. And it's like frustration, you would have thought normally is uh, emotional experience and expression need. And it actually wasn't. It was my foundation functioning talking to me and going, hi, hello, could we get some rest down here, please? And I was just ignoring it. And so if, because I was ignoring it and the, the signals it was normally going to give me weren't getting through, obviously, it was going to use other signals to try and get my attention. And boy, did it. And I have to say, I went and I rested and I maybe slept for an hour or two during the day, which is very unusual for me. I don't tend to do that. And I came back and I was like, oh my God, I feel so much better. And then what I did when I actually started work was way more productive than what I would ever have created from that frustrated, irritated space that I was in. I just, I 
as you're saying that story, I can think of all the times that I tried to push where I was at getting work done and being like, what took me, what should have taken me 15 minutes took me two hours because I was like struggling to push myself through it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is another one of those kind of things that we've been conditioned to do is to push through it, to do more, to, you know, pain is progress and all of these things that it's like... No pain, no. no gain kind of thing. Yeah. Nah. And we be, it becomes almost a badge of honor. Like, look at what I was able to do. Right. It's like, I oh. had two and a half hours sleep and I've been working for 12 days straight. Like, yeah, that's exactly. But here's the thing. And there we go. Let's look at that. That is a great example of us trying to get our value need met through compromising our other needs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a good strategy. There are many other ways that we can get our value need met that don't compromise our other needs. And that's the thing is like, I mean, I, I can't tell you the amount of times that when I first started my own business, I would only stop when I got sick. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, I would, I would push and 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 push. And I wouldn't listen and I wouldn't listen and I wouldn't do stuff in alignment with my capacity. I would go way beyond my capacity. And when I went way beyond my capacity, what happened? I would get exhausted. And then when I would get exhausted and I still wouldn't stop, then I would finally get sick. And when I was sick, I would finally stop. And at that point in my life, I would probably start to recover from the sickness, but I wouldn't actually rebuild my capacity again. So very soon afterwards, I'd be sick again because it was the only thing that was actually I was going to stop for. And it really does. Like, it puts you at such a detriment when it comes to your needs. And I know you've done this as well. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> can't even. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, one of the examples, you know, you had mentioned your ankle. One of the examples that I can, that's, like, really oh, present yeah. right now um, actually has to do with my ankle. Right. Um, I uh, had fallen down a flight of stairs and I snapped my ankle, literally snapped it in half. And so I went through a lot of processes where I had um, hardware put into my ankle, hardware taken out of my ankle, hardware put into my ankle, hardware taken out of my ankle. Then they fused my ankle um, together. And this entire time I was in a cam boot, which is that big cumbersome black boot that you see on uh, it looks like a looks like a snowshoe or yeah. like a like a ski boot or something yeah it's big <laughs> but without it's the fun heavy. Bit. <laughs> yeah no there is zero fun in the cam boot and obviously when it first happened okay yes mm-hmm. i have to be in it then they're like okay you can get out of it and i'm like Ooh, let's take no. off running <laughs> yeah almost literally except for the fact that I, then now i still don't run yeah but um <laughs> I was like, I'm good to go, mm-hmm. knowing damn well you were not good to go. You literally just got out of this boot. Yeah. So then the next time I would have to go back into the boot because, oh, this isn't healing properly. I wonder mm-hmm. why it's not healing properly. I don't know. Like, <laughs> guess I'm back in the boot. Yeah. So that happened a couple of times. And then I ended up going um, on the road and, I mean, seeing all these places. My husband and I loved to hike. And it was like, I'm in the boot. Mm-hmm. because I haven't let myself properly heal over the past three years so yeah. or 
two years. So now on year three, I'm traveling with it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this hold me back. And look, look at me hike with my boot on. And I was like, I tell these stories and I was like almost proud of, not almost, I was proud of it. Nice adjustment. Yeah, I was. I was like, oh yeah, I did that hike. I did it with the boot on. And some few times people would be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And sometimes they just kind of look at me. And it wasn't until much later that I realized they were giving me kind of the bless your heart look like, wow, that's really not bright. <laughs> but for, it wasn't until... Not recommended. Yeah, not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you, like, you don't see the connection here? But I was so... It was about my experience. It mm-hmm. was about my value. It was about all of these things. And it wasn't about my foundation function and healing, which was the most important part. Well, and if three... If, Three years ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. one year ago, if at any point I had stopped and actually let myself heal. And then once I was healed, built the resources up from all of that time that I had fucked about with it. Like, mm-hmm. I could have been out of it so much, so much sooner. And I wouldn't have these lifelong repercussions right. of having pushed through mm-hmm. because of what, I mean, how could you go there and not do this hike? Well, it was right. in a boot. Like, well, I'm, and the interesting thing is, like, going going on what you've just said there, like, you look at what you've just said, and you're like, oh, like, I've, like, I was, it was about my value and my experience and blah, 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 but I wasn't taking care of my foundation function. But actually, you were compromising your value need, because you're worthy of rest and being fully healed from Mm -hmm. the injuries that you have. So it's like, even though we're doing things sometimes to try to meet one of our needs, we're actually compromising the exact same Mm -hmm. need by doing the same behavior. Whereas there's another way of approaching it, which isn't going to compromise that need um, in the same time. And there's always, there's, there's always, there is almost always almost always another option yeah and that's I could have maybe I didn't do the hike but maybe Mm -hmm. you know maybe there was an opportunity for me to do something else that would have been just as fulfilling even more fun more adventurous like Uh and just stuck in the ways of like nope nope gotta go gotta go gotta do gotta 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 god that's exhausting right like just thinking about like it wasn't really about I mean part of it was about what I wanted Mm mm-hmm but I wasn't attached to what I needed. Well, and it's interesting because this comes up so frequently with clients when it comes to the need stuff, where it's like, oh yeah, I want to be meeting all of my needs. And it's like, I get that you want to be meeting all of your needs. What needs do you have the capacity to meet today? And yeah, you're meeting your needs all the time. So it's not like you're ignoring your needs in the process, but what what needs do you have the capacity to give some time and attention to today? And yeah, ideally it would be all 12. Mm-hmm. But some days it's going to be seven and some days it's going to be three and sometimes it's it's going to be one and that's okay. But the key thing is to do things in lockstep with your capacity because if you do it in lockstep with your capacity, if if you bring it down to a lower level, which is the level you have the capacity for, and you do the things that are in alignment with that capacity and you then build your capacity a little bit and then you do things in alignment with that capacity, you build your capacity a little bit. It ends up growing and compounding. You end up moving in the direction where you end up having more and more capacity. If you don't do it in alignment with your capacity, then you compromise that capacity. You start from zero again. And it's like, oh, and then I'm back down to zero. And then, oh, and then I'm back down to zero. And it's like, oh, then I'm back down to zero. And it's like, oh my goodness, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, it's defeating. Absolutely. It feels so frustrating because you don't feel like you're making progress because you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that I have a lot of people coming in like, yeah, I mean, all my needs are 100%. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, 
Hmm. Breathe. <laughs> Stop, pause, breathe. Okay, what do we have the capacity for? Because so much of that is like us trying to push through and us trying to force ourselves to get to the point because we want to feel better on the other side. It's like, you're not going to feel better if you're exhausted because you push beyond your capacity in order to do the things that you're trying to do to build your capacity. I mean, it's like it, you're, you're working against yourself from the very beginning. And I see this even with, like I said, when it comes to the needs process, I see that with all of my clients where um, at various times, I don't think there has been a single client who hasn't been like, where I haven't been had to say to them, okay, right now, what do you have the capacity for? Well, I've got the capacity for this right now. Great, that's what we're going to do. And I mean, what has recently been added to the content is what do you have the capacity for? I don't, I don't know. Or I don't have the capacity. Like one of the questions that we sometimes ask is in the, in the context of the needs practice is like, what needs do I want to meet today? And sometimes the answer is like none. Um, and that's okay. Cause that means. That means that your foundation fu- function need is screaming at you. And the only thing it has the capacity for is rest. It doesn't even have the capacity to think of what it might have the capacity for. (laughs) It doesn't have the capacity even to say to you, actually, all I can do today is rest. When you're at that point where it's like, nope, nothing's happening, rest. That's what's happening. And so this is the thing. It's like, it's not, it's never, it's never, you're never in a situation where like, oh, I know I don't have any needs right now or my needs don't want to be met right now. Sometimes it's just that the capacity is blocking us from even being able to identify that actually all we need is rest in that moment. So by, by honoring our capacity, we will grow our capacity. And when we need to honor our capacity, it's normally because we're at low capacity. So if we need to honor our capacity, it's because we are low and we want to grow our capacity. And the only way that we can actually grow our capacity is by doing it in alignment with what we currently have the capacity for. Wow, I've said the word capacity a lot in this in this <laughs> podcast. That's a lot of capacity. Or it's not a lot of capacity. Or it could be a lot of capacity. Like this is the thing. It's like, it's like so frequently like when you have a lot of capacity capacity is not even a thing you don't even think about it (laughs) that's i was just thinking that yeah like if you have capacity the word capacity barely enters your head Mm -hmm. it's when you don't have it so the second you are have an awareness about capacity it's like if there's even a question mark about your capacity that's the point to check in and be like right what do i really have the capacity for right now and especially when we have other like other things like where we have dependents and those sorts of things if we've got kids if we've got adult dependents um, that we need to be mindful of it's so important to make sure that we're honoring our capacity and that we're doing a little something to mm-hmm. support ourselves first and foremost in order to then support those that we have who are dependent on us yeah so if you're a parent like a good example would be you may not be able to take an entire day off to just sleep But you may have like a window where you can take an hour long nap or even just a moment where you can just rest your eyes. I was going to say like two minutes. Like even like an hour for most parents, they're like, whoa, I haven't got an hour. Are you kidding me? Like, um, like what kind of uh, vacation period are you on? Right. Like, uh, and vacation is often a busy keeping the kids busy. So uh, like, so I would say like most parents, and this is the thing is that because we want to do things in alignment with our capacity, the starting place I always suggest for people is two minutes. 
Most people can set an alarm two minutes earlier. Most people can set um, take two minutes out of their lunch break. Most people can take two minutes before they go to bed. If you can find just two minutes in your day to give yourself what you need in those two minutes, you're going to build your capacity a little bit. And by making it small and easy and simple and doable, you're more likely to do it, which means you're more likely to build your capacity. It could even be two minutes on the toilet mm-hmm. where you're just eyes closed, closed. breathing. Yeah. Absolutely. Or just two minutes where you sit in a chair and you close your eyes and you allow all of your muscles to relax for a second. Two minutes. Set an alarm. If you're worried about it, take your two minutes to build your capacity and recognize in that two minutes you want to do what you've got the capacity for in two minutes. Like, so for example, it's like, oh yeah, I want to build strength. I'm going to do a two minute plank. And it's like, your body's like, yeah, flat on the floor with no arms and legs engaged like that's kind of plank I can manage right now like turn around lay on the floor let's do nothing and that's what we want to be listening to um I think that's probably it for today um anything you want to add I'm good awesome um thank you for listening and remember to continue to meet your needs in alignment with your capacity between now and next time stay safe and we'll speak to you again really soon lots of love Bye. Bye, friends. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review. As it will help more people find us. And remember, what you have the capacity for in any given moment is what you need most in that moment. Well, shit. It really is that simple.